0: You're listening to the Contagious Confidence Podcast, and I'm your host, Katie Hawks. Confidence is a journey, and I'm here to remind you that you're not alone. Every Tuesday, I'm bringing you episodes that will inspire, encourage, and challenge you. Are you ready? Do you feel like you have to be productive all the time? Me too. How often have you been off from school or work and felt like you had to be productive that day? Vacations even. I'm so guilty of this. So many times I'll go on vacation and be like, oh, I'll work on this and this and do this. And I literally start making a to-do list of these things that I have to get done on my vacation. Does anyone else do this? On weekends, I go straight into productivity mode. What can I get done? Let me vacuum the house and clean the bathrooms. Let me write this week's podcast episode. My weekends are rarely not busy. I spend all week trying my best to be productive at work, and when it comes time to rest and chill on the weekend, I just can't turn off. For those of you that don't know, I work from home, and I have for the last five years, and When it comes to work, I will have really productive days and then I will have the days where I'm just not. I get so frustrated with myself. I can't understand why I can't be productive. Sometimes it's because I get stalled on something and I have a habit of picking up my phone and getting on Instagram or TikTok and then I scroll until I lose track of time or I literally just sit and stare at the computer screen trying to conjure up any sort of productivity, I have to get through one task. When I can't seem to get through any tasks, I'll get up and do something that makes me feel productive, like take my dog out or put a load of clothes in the washer. I do this because I hate the feeling I get when I'm not productive at work, so I go and try and make myself feel better and go get a simple simple mindless task done just so I can make myself feel better. Why? Because I have tied my self-worth to how productive I am. Did your heart just drop into your butt like mine did? Let's talk about worth for a second. I've mentioned it before, but every year I choose a word for the year. And my word last year was worthiness. Throughout last year, I explored a lot of what it meant to be worthy for me. I think for so long, I based my worth on things outside of myself. I don't think I've ever truly gotten to know myself and figure out what my real worth is, and it left me feeling frustrated and unhappy. I started taking note of when I was feeling down on myself for not feeling productive and had to remind myself that I am not a machine. Some days are going to be productive and some just aren't. I can't hold myself to a standard that's not achievable, not just for me, but for anybody. Being productive is good and all, but it's not sustainable. You have to exert so much energy to mark things off of your to-do list. Just like cars, we run out of gas sometimes. I think the reason that so many of us struggle with this is because it's been ingrained in us to tie our worth to our productivity. Our parents might have been that example for us. Also, hustle culture has had a strong hold on our society for so long, and we're basically told that we have to work so hard if we want to get anything in life. It's not our fault, y'all. We're living in unprecedented times thanks to our access to the internet and social media. It's so much easier to compare ourselves to other people's accomplishments and feel like we could be doing more. We've had all of these stories bombarding us with the message of you must be productive and work hard and never go on vacation and barely slip up and literally sacrifice your mental and physical health to get anywhere in life. We don't give ourselves enough of a break, and our culture is to blame. We have to put in those hours. We feel like we're so irreplaceable at our jobs that we can't take time off because there's just too much to do. And we fear that if we actually take time off and enjoy life, then we'll get behind. Productivity is valued and leisure is not. There's always so much more we could be doing no matter how much is on our plate. This really grinds my gears because I am becoming increasingly aware of how much this internal capitalism is impacting my life. Yes, there's a term for it and it's called internal capitalism or in an internalized capitalism, if I can say it right. Y'all, I am so tired and I literally don't stop. Even when I have the opportunity to rest, I can't. If I decide I want to sit down and watch a show, you know what I do? I pair it with folding clothes or something on my computer or housework. Does this sound like you too? You're not alone, my friend. So how can we stop basing our worth on our productivity? I'm working on breaking myself out of this, and I want to share some things that I'm figuring out in hopes that it will help you too. Number one, treat yourself with kindness. This one is huge. I think the main thing that contributes to our mindset around feeling like we always have to be productive is the fact that we're not kind to ourselves. I constantly beat myself up for not being able to get something done or taking way too long to do something. I am so hard on myself. And I have a story about this. The other day, I had a virtual appointment with my therapist, and she texted me to tell me that she would be a few minutes late. And my response was, no rush, take your time. Once we got into the session, I told her that I had been feeling frustrated with myself because that week, I had been a few minutes late to an appointment, and I felt really awful about it. And when I say late, I was literally less than five minutes late, but still, I was just so mad at myself. And she said, Katie... You extended so much grace to me today when I told you that I would be late to our session. Why can't you extend the same amount of grace to yourself? Woo, y'all. I didn't know what to say. Why don't I extend the same grace and understanding to myself that I do to others? It's like my inner mean girl loves to jump in and sabotage me when I don't meet an expectation that I set for myself. How about we start treating ourselves like we treat our friends and loved ones? This is going to be hard and really challenging for me, but I'm going to have to work on it. Here's where we're going to start. Let's take notice of any time we feel that we're being hard on ourselves and ask ourselves if we treat our best friend or significant other like this. And then let's ask ask ourselves why. What is causing me to be not be kind to myself in this situation. Number two is to talk about it. I think one of the most important things we can do to heal ourselves from this internalized capitalism is to talk about it. There's so much power in sharing what you're going through. Guess what? Someone else is probably struggling or has struggled with the same thing. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It can actually be really therapeutic. A conversation I had with someone was what actually inspired this episode. Talk about it, people. Share what has helped you and it might help someone too. Number 3, prioritize rest. Ask yourself, what does rest look like for you? For me, rest looks like putting on some comfy clothes and curling up on the couch to watch one of my favorite shows. It looks like doing a face mask. It looks like getting in bed at 9 p.m. and reading. It looks like taking my dog for a walk. It looks like booking a facial or going out to dinner with a friend. It's important to ask yourself what rest looks like for you. For me, rest is when I can literally turn my mind off and enjoy being present in the moment. It's going to look different for everyone. Find out what rest looks like for you and prioritize it. Even if it means waking up an hour earlier or scheduling time on your calendar just to rest. Find out what rest is for you and do that. We can get so caught up in thinking that we don't need rest. We can continue to push ourselves, but I'm telling you, your body has a way of telling you when it's time to rest. Literally every time I push myself beyond my limits, I'll get sick. My body will be like, hey girl, since you wouldn't slow down, when you needed to, I'm going to slow down for you. And I freaking hate it. It's so hard for me to get into allowing my body to rest and it ends up taking me twice as long to recover. It's time to start listening to our bodies more and prioritizing that rest. Rested girl era, here I come. There's gonna be seasons where we feel like we just can't catch a break, but there's also gonna be seasons that require us to rest. We spent a lot of our lives working and striving for things that are never gonna bring us the happiness and satisfaction that we desire. Don't you wanna enjoy life more? There'll always be work to do, and we've got to remind ourselves that it's okay to take time for us. Be patient, enjoy the process. Sometimes all it takes is small and incremental steps, and other days it means standing still and being present where we're at. If you've been struggling with this internalized pressure to always feel like you have to be working on, working towards, or doing something, you're not alone. Because I feel it too. It takes true confidence to start being aware of this and start making changes. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You can't pour from an empty cup. Make sure you're filling yourself up so that you can start to overflow. Take breaks. Take lots of them. Get to know yourself and really be intentional about the choices that you're making and how you are spending your time. I'm in it with you, my friend, and we'll get through this together. Just to recap, be kind to yourself, talk about it, and prioritize rest. Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how much it means to me that you choose to spend your time listening to this podcast. And if you know of someone that might benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them. Thank you, my sweet, sweet listener, and I'll see you in the next one.